Welcome to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are going to roll through the last segment of the week, and that's going to begin with our Thursday workout. On Thursday, we are going to attack a barbell and a reasonably heavy one. We're doing a strength portion where we work for 10 minutes doing one cycle each minute. A cycle is going to be a clean, two front squats, and then a split jerk. So that clean, you're going to have to pass through a full squat, catching your bar and standing it up. Then you've got two front squats to tag onto it, and then a split jerk, which requires a lot of focus and technique to finish off the cycle. Uh, Then you put your bar down and you rest, hopefully about 40, maybe even 45 seconds before you have to do it again. So we're going to start this at a significantly heavy load and then try to increase load as we go through the 10 minutes, the 10 rounds. Yeah, if you guys remember, we did a workout that was similar to this, I want to say maybe a couple months back, but it was a 30-minute on the minute. And we did 30 minutes, we did a clean, then we did a front squat, and then we did a jerk. Um, more, so, more squats here, right? Yeah, so this one's going to be uh, more squats, but at the same time, many, many fewer rounds. So we don't have to do that much volume or that much work um, to build up in weight. Uh, I think, like Phil said, obviously technique and position is priority. But if you guys feel good and this one's rolling for you and you feel like you can put on some weight, um, I think it's a great day to try to lift some heavy weight and see what you can do. Yeah, the, the things I'm going to encourage you to focus on, uh, one is is the front squat and the clean and how those then interact with going into a jerk. So really, if you're lifting this in an ideal manner, we're not going to see a lot of change in your hand position. When you catch the clean, hopefully you can keep your fingers on the bar and actually have a solid grip on it. And then standing up that clean, hopefully you can maintain that grip to go into your two front squats. And then standing up your last front squat, you've already got the appropriate grip it takes to then begin the dip and drive and send up a a good split jerk. Um, Working on that front rack is huge. It definitely facilitates a lot better movement when we start talking about doing things like a thruster. And as you guys hopefully are aware by this time, we are doing a lot of front squatting and a lot of overhead work right now. So everything's going in and out of the front rack. And if you're not taking these opportunities to work on facilitating a better front rack, then sooner or later that's going to come back to bite you. Yeah. Um, With this clean, do we want them to catch in a full squat? Yeah, it's clean. Okay. Yep. So there's going to be three squats in each one. Um, My suggestion is this. Uh, going from that clean into the front squat, like Phil said, hold a hook grip, um, but at the same time, really focus on the knee drive. I know that for me, when I get speed under the barbell, my knee drive seems to be what lacks. Um, so if I can take some time and I can focus on my knee drive, and those two front squats are a great place to work on it because there's not as much speed. What do you mean by knee drive? You're talking about positioning of your knees? Yeah, yep. So my knees tend to wink in or they tend to collapse on the inside. Yeah, so um, make sure you're trying to keep the mm-hmm. feet and the knees on the same track. Yep. Right. The knees track towards or over the toes as we do any squat, ideally. So to Michael's saying, set that alignment and keep that alignment. Don't let it get sloppy just to stand up heavier, heavier weights, that's probably the point where you should 
back off the weight a little bit and focus on the technique for those three proper squats. Yeah, and I'd say the last thing is the split jerk stance. Uh, I found that keeping my feet in a squat stance is much easier to keep my chest vertical and then keep my bar directly over my body. When my feet get too close, I actually send my hips back and drop my chest a little bit and then I'm chasing my bar all across the floor. Um, So keeping your feet in that squat stance is going to allow you guys to have a more vertical dip and then a more vertical drive up with that barbell. Yep, knees out on both those movements, really. Then our workout, uh, it's going to have a 15-minute cap on it. We are working off uh, off a 5-4-3-2-1 base, and we're going to double that 5 for our bar muscle-ups, if we can do bar muscle-ups. If not, then we're going to be scaling that to uh, four times the number, but with a knee to elbow. Um, we are doing, thus, 10 bar muscle-ups, followed by five times the number, so that would be 25 kettlebell swings at our standard weight, 53 for guys and 35 for ladies, and then 10 times the number in ab mat sit-ups, so that would be 50 ab mat sit-ups. Second round, numbers are going down a little bit, so you're going to have eight bar muscle-ups, 20 kettlebell swings, and then 40 ab mat sit-ups. And then it keeps trickling down to six, what is that? 15. And then 30. 30, yep. And then finally you've got 4, 10, and 20. And the last round will be 2, 5, and 10. And ten. When you guys are looking at this workout, I think the kettlebell swings can definitely be done close to unbroken, probably unbroken for a lot of people. The biggest set's only 25 reps. Um, if you are doing bar muscle-ups and that's just too many reps, then do fewer. Maybe just keep it as a, as a single loading instead of a double loading. Um, going five, four, three, two, one on the bar muscle ups. That's still 15 bar muscle ups. And for a lot of people, that's plenty of work, but at the same time, they'll be able to benefit from it where doing a 30 bar muscle ups is just way too much. There is a 15 minute time cap on the workout. Uh, so you got to keep moving. And the place where I think you really got to keep moving is in the kettlebell swing and the ab mat sit up. You don't really need a break there. You want a break, but you got to make yourself not take that rest. You got to just keep doing those sit ups. Okay, your abs will be able to do it. You just have to command them to do the work. Yeah, the ab mat sit-ups is the majority of the time in this workout. Yep. So that's the one movement where you're going to spend most of your time. So make sure that is also the one movement where you try to see if you can bring your breath back under you, if you guys can recover a little bit. Make sure that you guys kind of relax your arms because it's real grippy going in, and then the ab mat sit-ups is your rest, and then it's real grippy going back in. Um, So make sure that you guys can try to recover your grip a little bit because then we got to hop back onto that barbell. Yeah, once or a pull-up uh, bar, rather. Yep. Once you are done with that, we want you to just head outside and go for a very slow 800 meter jog. Not a walk, but a but a slow putts, um, a recovery style jog. So take your time, just kind of putts your way through that. Mm-hmm. Right on to Friday. You want to take it? Yeah. Um, on to Friday, the workout is actually well, Phil. You want to explain where the workout came from? So this is a workout uh, that I programmed, or something super similar. It's a derivative off of it for the bar none competition uh, that we held back at Cadre in, I don't even know, what was that, like 2013? Yeah, I think it was 2013. Quite a while ago. Um, and that workout was a 1K row followed by 21.15.9 deadlifts at 275 for guys, 185 for ladies, and burpee box overs on a 24-inch box um, for guys and a 20-inch box for ladies. And that workout, uh, it was 
something that could be done in 15 minutes or under 15 minutes by a lot of athletes. So I wanted a single piece of work for this day, uh, or, or pretty much a single piece of work. We're going to do a little bit of a closeout with some gymnastics after we get done with this workout. So I kept the same weights, uh, but I increased the height of the box, which is going to slow you down on those burpee box overs. Instead of doing a 24-inch box, we jumped it up to a 30-inch box if you can manage it. So it's it's quite a good bit of work, and you got to respect that box on each and every rep so that you're not getting injured. Uh, then to finish the workout, instead of just wrapping up with nine burpee box overs and calling time, we are going to get outside and make those beat up legs do some more work. They got to go for an 800 meter run. Um, and that's, that's an opportunity to really push yourself to, to dig deep into that pain cave and, and just work, right? You can, you can run faster than you want to almost always. So it's, it's an opportunity for you to have a little personal gut check and push your limits. Uh, yeah, just wanted it to be longer. I threw a 25-minute cap on it. I think that it's finishable in that time. Um, actually, I know it's finishable in that time. If we need to scale the weight or scale the box to make it finishable in that time, you should. You should. If you do not finish this workout, you should definitely be deep into that 800-meter run when 25 minutes rolls over, and you should just go ahead and finish it anyway. But the goal really is to have you pushing for 20, maybe 20 plus minutes of real hard effort. That's what we're after for this day. Yeah, I really love this workout actually. I think it's really good because uh, we open and we close. We open with that row and we close with that run. Um, And that's going to be more pace than anything, understanding where your pace lies and what your pace should be. And then in the middle we have that deadlift and the burpee box jump. Um, And the deadlift is going to be a... A pretty heavy weight, I'd say. So make sure that you guys uh, break them up into manageable sets. I was looking at, I don't think it'd be bad to do sevens, maybe even fives on the 21. Quick, just quick turnovers. Do a quick set, drop it, check out the arms, pick it back up. Um, the 15s, I think fives or threes is okay. And then the nines, uh, it's kind of what you have left there. Yep. At the same time, scale the weight appropriately. Mm-hmm. You should not be doing singles at any point in time during this workout. Yep. Um, I've I've done this several times. I've I've actually been able to do the entire workout unbroken on the deadlifts. So if you're going singles, we're doing completely different workouts at this point. And that's not what we're after here. We're after everybody being able to put together structured sets. So doing something like seven, three sets of seven to get through the 21 is perfect. Right? Do not set yourself up with a weight that buries you. Please scale accordingly. Yep. After we finish that workout, we're going to go do a little bit of strict gymnastics. Our post watt is three rounds, and you're going to rest three minutes between each set, and your set is of max strict pull-ups. So you're going to do one set max strict pull-ups. When you fail, rest three minutes, come back to the bar, do it again, rest three minutes, and then one more time, come back to the bar and do it again. We're not expecting giant numbers, Mm-mm. are we? I mean, if you're doing good quality strict pull-ups, a fantastic athlete might be getting 15, maybe a couple more than 15, but I'm not talking about just getting your chin over the bar. I'm talking about a pull-up that's built around a hollow, right? Yeah. And that takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of a lot of work, and it's very difficult to do big sets of those. So really think about doing a better pull-up, not a bigger number just because you want to beat Fred do a better pull-up that'll make you a better athlete. 
Yeah, we talk about this quite a bit, but scaling is a way for you guys to do higher quality and get better results. Um, if a strict pull-up is doable, but maybe not in a max set um, because you can only do three, then scale. A band is a totally fine to use. Uh, a ring row, high-quality ring row is a totally fine thing to do. Uh, I think high-quality ring rows are actually harder than strict pull-ups just because of how much harder you can make them by walking your feet under. So make sure that you guys scale appropriately for this so that your quality is not lacking. Um, more reps with higher quality on a scaled version is going to get you much better results than less reps of low quality um, trying to get through a strict pull-up or um, a real deep ring row. Yeah, another thing to understand here is hold yourself to a standard. Mm -hmm. If you start with a pull-up that looks like X, then your pull-up at the end should still look like X. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have deviated and become something completely different just to count a rep. So if your ring row begins with a good quality hollow, force yourself to maintain that. Don't go to the end where you've completely broken the hollow and now you're just arching and pushing your chest towards the rings. Keep yourself on that same path, right? We can't, we can't really create improvement um, on our own capacity to do certain movements or really any movement unless we hold ourselves to a definitive standard and then force ourselves to work there until we've improved. Yep. Right. So that was Friday. Um, we're going to finish off the week on Saturday with a hero workout. So you're not going to be working with a partner. Instead, you get to go on a solo journey through a workout uh, called Daniel. And Daniel is? It's going to be four time, 50 pull-ups, 400 meter run, 21 thrusters. That's written at 95 pounds for guys, 65 for the ladies, 800 meter run. And then we come our way back out with 21 thrusters, 400 meter run and 50 pull-ups. So it's a pyramid structure. Um, it begins with the pull-ups. You work your way up to that 800 meter run and then you work your way back out to the pull-ups. Uh, it is it is going to be um, pretty intense on the running, I'd say. Uh, the set of pull-ups and the set of thrusters are not that great. So the thrusters, 21. Um, when you look at 42 reps at the end of it, that is what? Four reps under Fran? Um or no, three reps under Fran. Yeah. So you end up doing you end up doing um, a good chunk of thrusters, but not really that many. Uh, when you look at workouts like that open wad that we did, where you have 105, or Fran, where you have 45, um, it's not a ton of thrusters. My suggestion on this one is for the pull ups on your way in, don't be too aggressive. I would say hold sets that are um, maybe on that near like 10, 15 mark, uh, but don't. I wouldn't open up with a 25. I don't think. Um, unless you're very confident and you want to be like Phil and do a 25, 15, 10 or something like that. Um, I was thinking unbroken. My, my, <laughs> my, my suggestion would be um, work your way into the pull-ups with a little bit easier of a pace because then we hit that run where you guys can kind of see where you're at. Uh, I think the run is a great place, kind of like when we row in workouts. If you guys feel like there's room to move faster, that's your time. Move faster. If you feel like you really need to recover and you need some rest, that's going to be your time when you try to pace it and get your breath back. Um, but if you guys just gun out the first two movements, expect that 800-meter run to hit hard. Yeah, I mean, I got I to gotta say I disagree a little bit on the pull-ups because if you look at it, when are you going to use your grip again? Not till the very end. So you can, you can dig a little bit deeper in that pulling uh, mechanism at the beginning of this workout because you're not going to be back there for a while. Um, and I've done this couple, a couple times and I always, I always open up pretty strong on that first set of pull-ups 
And then I definitely pace my 400 meter run to let my heart rate recover a little bit before I go in and I tack the bar for the thrusters. So be smart. Don't tear your hands and don't, don't try to win the workout in that first set of pull-ups, but realize that you've got a nice little separation before you're going to touch that pull-up bar again. So maybe you can be a little bit more aggressive on your sets. Um, it's definitely worked for me in the past. Then again, I know my pull-up very well. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to go in maybe a little more conservative than you, and I'm going to try to exit pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be my plan on this one is going in, maybe seeing if I can conserve a little bit so I can push the run because I know for me that run is going to be the hardest part. Um, just the pace on the four, eight, and four are going to test me a little bit. Um, so if I save myself a little bit, then that run I can push a little harder, and then on the way out, the last set of pull-ups, I mean, you're in the gym, and the last thing you have is pull-ups, so just hold on. Yeah, uh, yeah, that one's that one's going to get tough because you just got to grit and bust through those sets. And mm-hmm. when it breaks down, don't be afraid of the quick single. Don't be afraid of small sets. You have to just return to that stinking pull-up bar. Walking away is the enemy, yeah. right? Doing little bites of work, as long as you stay close, that is exactly where you want to be. Once we're done with that workout, we are going to hook up with a partner. And together, we're going to have to do some sled drag stuff. Um, I've got a lot of sleds up at CLE, so I'm going to bring a couple down to Cadre for you folks to use. And uh, yeah, you get to have have some fun doing something you probably haven't done in a little while. And uh, hopefully we'll start adding in a little bit more sled work. I think that's something that we can facilitate. So it looks like we will uh, catch you guys in the gyms. Yeah, we will.